Hi everyone, this is Grace with Hashtag Make Bullhead Better Podcast. And today I have Dutch Sheriff Doug Schuster for Mojave County and Anne-Marie Ward, who's running for Congress for District 4, which includes Mojave County. So, Doug, would you like to introduce yourself and talk a little bit about what the Sheriff's Department is doing to combat COVID-19 and all the panic that's going on? Absolutely. And thank you, Grace, for inviting me on. Uh, Again, my name is Doug Schuster. I'm your elected sheriff here in Mojave County. It's been a hectic uh, couple of weeks for us at the Sheriff's Office. Uh, And I do want to put out there that I want to stress to all of our citizens that this is no time to panic. Yes, we are uh, going through a bad situation. Uh, The Sheriff's Office is relying heavily on Mojave County Health Department, who is taking direction directly from uh, the CDC, the Center for Disease Control, and we're following recommendation and and asking that uh, our citizens follow those recommendations as well. Okay, and Anne-Marie, could you introduce yourself? Uh, Yeah, thank you for having me, Grace. So I'm Anne-Marie Ward, and as Grace said, I'm running for the United States Congress to represent our district. And one of the biggest pieces that we are trying to do is make sure that we are using our campaign platform and our many followers to direct them to the source information. Like the sheriff said, it is very easy to fall into the panic and fear trap, and we have to overcome that, go straight to the source, find out what we need to do, And then make sure that we reach out into the community and find out if we can help a neighbor or friends who need it in a way that is safe and healthy right now. Thank you so much. So, Sheriff Schuster, could you talk about any uh, incidents that have happened so far in Mojave County? I know that people are stocking up on weapons and bullets and all of these different things. We know that so much of the area that your department covers is very rural and people already are far from, you know, stores and things like that. And now even going to the store, a lot of the shelves are very bare, which I'm sure, you know, causes even more fear. Yeah, and it is unfortunate that we're seeing a lot of hoarding, a lot of uh, the stores, not just in the city, but out in the county. Uh, the stocks are running dry. And so one thing that we're asking people is, of course, get what you need, but don't take in excess. We, there's a lot of other people that don't have the option to get out to the store regularly. Uh, and so we're asking people to use moderation. Uh, we have to work together as a community to get through this, and we will get through this. This is not a, a time where we need to uh, focus on ourselves. We need to focus on the bigger picture, keep ourselves healthy in, in doing so. We are going to ensure that we don't spread this this virus any more than it's already spread. Mm-hmm. Anne-Marie, you said that there were a couple of incidents that have happened in Prescott uh, or Prescott um, that have escalated. We- are there any things that you'd like to bring up to Sheriff Schuster about suggestions or any questions that you might have for him as far as how the Mojave County Sheriff's Department is handling this? Well, yeah, my greatest question for, for the sheriff would be, how do you want us to convey the message? How do you want people to stay up to date? Are there certain things that we can be doing to help law enforcement, especially sheriff's offices? I know that in our entire district, 
the sheriff's offices are the heartbeat of our law enforcement, many of our communities that are not in municipalities. And so we rely so heavily on you. How can we support? Because I know that people are in that hoarding mindset um, and we're trying to shift that, that conversation. But what, what can we do to really help you? Well, it's a wonderful question. Of course, uh, we always look for, for any support we can get. This is going to be a trying time. I think the most important thing we need to focus on is keeping ourselves healthy. That comes down to the first responders. Uh, we're going to have, uh, I'm certain, bigger issues that will come up as a result of this virus. And if I don't have the staffing available because they've uh, succumbed to the virus, it's going to become problematic quickly. Now, I will tell you, that we have been working with all law enforcement in Mojave County. We're working daily, if not hourly, with our health department and county officials. And we're doing what we can to minimize exposure uh, to all of our employees, non-essential personnel. Some are being asked to uh, stay home. Others are being asked to work from home because they might play a critical role. But we really encourage, and, and the message I hope we can get out there is, Get, our, get everybody to understand that knowledge is power in this situation. Don't listen to the hearsay. Don't listen to rumors. If you want to know what's going on, please go to the health department's website, go to the CDC website, and get the actual information uh, so we don't spread concern and worry needlessly. So that would be the biggest thing that we can that you can assist us with is just ensuring that the public has the correct information and the avenue to get that information is very easy. It's a matter of going online, adhering to their guidelines. You know, we all have to take personal responsibility. If you're going to be uh, forced into a group setting, try and limit that group to no, no more than 10. Always be aware of your personal contact space. You know, avoid handshakes, avoid hugging, avoid all these things that we normally do throughout our days. Keep that distance until this abates itself. If we all work together and minimize the exposure, long term, we're going to be better off for that. Yeah, you know, Sheriff, I have one more question for you. Just along the lines of you keeping you and your, your department um, staff safe and healthy so that you can do your job. One of the pieces that we discovered on the campaign trail when we traveled the district was finding out that our law enforcement and our firefighters, our first responders are almost a stopgap for many of our seniors that have not transitioned from independent living at home over into um, communities for seniors and sure. that fire departments and sheriff's offices and our local police officers are responding to their homes with many checks that are not necessarily emergencies, but are wellness or helping them get up from a fall rather than an abject emergency. Is there something that we can do to help in the interim so that your time is not, or that your personnel are not compromised by those calls that are normally filling the logbooks? Well, absolutely. And it just goes down. It comes back to taking care of your friends and neighbors. Now, we're trying to isolate this. We're trying to ask everybody to minimize contact. If you don't have to go out, please don't. If you feel like you are uh, getting sick, whether it's this virus or anything else, contain yourself in your own home. If it gets to a point where you're having difficult breathing or your temperature is in excess, 
seek, you know, call 911, seek medical attention. We just don't want to flood the emergency room with people who think they may have it. Because in all reality, if you look again on the CDC website, there's certain criteria that's required before they're even going to test on it. Right. So we don't, that's the, that's the panic mode that we're trying to, to avoid. I'll give you a great example. As your sheriff, I've been driving around for two days with a head cold. Well, I know it's a head cold and it's not a concern for me because I'm not displaying any of the symptoms that would require testing. So if it got to that point, I would quarantine myself and, and treat it like a basic, like the basic flu, unless it got to the point where I, re I recognize that it's much more than that. And then you're going to seek medical attention. Take care of your friends and neighbors as best you can. And you're absolutely right. We've got to work as a community. All of our deputies have been briefed on minimizing contact, but in the same vein, we have a job to do and we're going to continue to do that job. So if uh, somebody is in need of assistance, we're going to go. And what I worry about is running out of supplies on a local level that we can't provide, that the health department can't provide, that the fire departments can't provide. And I think that's going to be resolved with the recent signing of uh, the governor's declaration of emergency. So I think we're going to see added resources coming into our county that will assist in some of these areas. That you have a shortage of deputies. So will the National Guard, will the government, federal government be helping in some way to fill that gap? Because I know as it is, it's already a big gap. Adding something like this on top of it must make it feel huge. Well, what we're going to do, Grace, is we're going to treat this as a team effort with all local law enforcement, not just the sheriff's office, but all of our, our city offices. Uh, we're going to have to take it day by day. And if we see that our staffing is, or some of our staff is contracting this virus, we're going to we're going to isolate it. We're not going to allow them out in the public. And if we get to a point where we can't service the need, we're going to reach out to allied agencies first. I really pray that it doesn't come to the point where we've got to have the National Guard down here. And I think if we all take precaution, like washing our hands every 20 minutes, if that's what it takes, making sure that you limit that exposure rate. And the big thing is it's personal contact. If I were with you right now, Grace, I would be standing at least seven feet away from you. And I'd be very comfortable having this conversation uh, because I know that we're at a safe distance. And we just have to kind of change our mindset on how we're going to conduct ourselves daily. Mm -hmm. Okay, and um, lastly, do you have any questions for Anne-Marie as far as um, on the congressional level or the federal level, what she would do in a situation like this? No, I don't want to put her on the <laughs> spot in that regard. What, what, I, what I would say to Anne-Marie is I, I know what it takes to run a campaign. I certainly understand that it's important to, to get out in the public, and this is uh, a situation where you really have to uh, – limit your contact so i would say instead of having your your town hall meetings where you're talking to you know 100 people which is ideal in any campaign use the phones more try and get your message out through mail and through media until this thing passes because the last thing we need are, are good intentions going south where they're they're trying to get a good message out and uh, they end up adding to the burden we don't want that yeah, and i i appreciate you sharing that one of the pieces that we have done is taken our entire campaign digital and we've grounded all of our staff so that we are doing our part to make Good. sure that we don't spread it because before the district has seven counties and we were in a different city or town every day and so we want to make sure that we continue exactly. the outreach of not just the message because it wasn't just who am i it was 
where are the needs in our community? And this virus is really highlighting where we have stagnated. You know, we've seen people say, well, shift over to online learning. I can't tell you how many communities in our district do not have access to rural broadband. You know, telemedicine, same right. thing. So what we're seeing here, I, I'd like to go ahead and answer that question, even though you don't want to ask it, is <laughs> what sure, kind of things do we need to look at in parallel to this of, Obviously, we're going to need to pivot on response to national health and safety. But how do we also look at it and say, we've known for 10, 15 years that we need rural broadband. Why didn't it happen? And not dwell too much on the why, but how do we make it happen so that there is access to telemedicine? We know our healthcare is already behind in rural America, especially rural Arizona. How do we move that forward? We know our sheriffs and our, our law enforcement are struggling hiring people and retaining them and workforce housing. All these pieces attached to one another and looking at it like this gives us that drive of once we get through this, how do we buckle down and move forward so that we aren't so vulnerable, so that we aren't placing our children, our elderly, our small businesses in such peril, not just in a time of crisis, but in our everyday lives. And the long and short of it, if I was holding this seat I think the, the best thing, the best congressional response is what you have already recommended of go to the source for the information and then make sure that there's already a relationship with the leadership in law enforcement, with the leadership of our first responders so that I could respond to whatever you needed to use that platform to push the message. Well, that's an absolutely excellent answer. And you're exactly right. I'll add one caveat to that. One thing that has been forgotten or overlooked for many years in all rural counties, and I can, I'm not going to speak on behalf of the other sheriffs, but we have discussions through our association. We need more funding. We need more funding than, than, than we can obtain on a county level. And that's always been the case. And, and it, it seems like we wait until something really major happens, then we figure out what we're going to do. Now, luckily, we all have emergency response plans in place. And those have been activated, and I really believe that we're going to get through this just fine. Uh, but it's going to take a lot of diligence and long term. If we want to have more uh, success in our counties, we need better state and federal support for our counties. Yeah, I really appreciate you bringing that up because you're right. We can't wait till an emergency happens. We have to be well prepared in advance. And that conversation is one I've heard from law enforcement all over the district, and it needs to be addressed. So thank you for bringing that up. Absolutely. Thank you both of you for being on this podcast. Would either of you like to close with anything to comment to the public? I'm going to let the sheriff do that because he's the one out there taking care of us. Well, and I thank you for that. And yes, I would just like to reiterate kind of what we've, we've touched on. It's very important that we work together as a community. Uh, we have to look at this as a big challenge and that's what it is it is going to impact us i'm sure it's going to get worse before it gets better but we cannot use this as an opportunity to panic we have to look at this through uh tethered eyes to make sure that we are staying calm and collected and dealing with factual information i really believe that we all need to stay informed if you find yourself feeling ill stay home if it gets to a point where you need medical attention of course, seek medical attention. Call first. Unless it's a critical emergency, call your doctor's office first. They, too, have protocols in place. And I think if we all work together, we will get through this. I also want to add that, uh, you know, the old saying, we will leave no one behind. 
we're going to be out there day and night like we've always been. And if there are citizens in need, they can call. And if I can't provide the resource, I certainly will find a resource to, that, that can take care of the situation because I don't want to see any loss of life in this county as a result of this virus. Thank you so much for being on this uh, podcast and we will close so that you can get back to um, taking care of our county. We really appreciate you Thank and you I really sure. appreciate you, Anne-Marie, for hopping on this with us. Absolutely. Great. Thank you both. I really appreciate okay. it. Have a wonderful day.